if you smell what the rock is cooking. You think you know me? Being a wrestling fan, I'm pretty sure you recognize all those iconic wrestling sounds. But those iconic wrestling sounds do nothing but add to the spectacle that is professional wrestling. Wrestling theme songs have become a staple in sports entertainment. They inspire and connect fans all over the world. It's also safe to say that theme songs help evolve the on-screen character you see before you. In this episode, we discuss the impact, influence, evolution, and legacy wrestling theme songs has left on the wrestling world on cultural influence. Mike check, Mike check, one, two, one, two. Welcome to Cultural Influence. It's your boy Ray here, back with another good episode about the world of music and pro wrestling. There's my co-host, Brother Richie. How you feeling, man? Feeling good, man. Happy to be here. Nice, nice, nice. But as the intro said, man, I think iconic wrestling sounds, they've been a they they're a part of the spectacle that is wrestling, man. And um, in my honest opinion, I think you know, music, uh wrestling theme songs is probably an underrated aspect of the wrestling experience. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, because uh, take us going to Raw, for prime example. Yeah. You know, Oklahoma City, uh, shout outs. I think we got the best Raw. Uh, yeah. Just just my honest opinion. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, you, just uh, just that first going to a wrestling show, when you're hearing your favorite wrestler's theme song being cued throughout the arena, that excitement, it, it, it's not it's nothing like it. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you hear those first few chords of your favorite wrestler's music, it just immediately invokes excitement, excitement because you know what's coming. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's not even the I don't know if it's the music or it's it's not even the music. It's just being it's it's being alerted that your favorite guy might be coming out or somebody that you have you know love for is coming out. Yeah, yeah, and that's one thing that I think the Disney music or just um, I call them canon music because they're not like official music that you would just oh, yeah, play yeah, on yeah. the radio. But I think that's one thing that I love about uh, wrestling music is that like it has a certain element of entertainment that not a lot of other you know entertainment entities have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But uh, just a little preview of the episode. We're going to talk about the importance of theme song, and then we're going to go on the other side of wrestling music. So that could possibly be the other genres of music. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about other theme songs other than just WWE because I think TNA, ROH have yeah. had, have had some good bangers. WCW had a couple of them slappers. You're right. You're yeah. right. But we also can't do that without talking about the bad music. So this episode is really just going to be fun. Just not no real big controversy. Yeah, so yeah. you know, let let's just have fun with There's this. There no composer music beef. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. But let's go ahead and talk about it. Uh, we talked about the fan connection. But um, another thing that I think that makes wrestling music so important is the characters that they go with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because uh, we always prioritize storytelling. Yeah, 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 yeah. And theme songs, I think they all play a part in that. Yeah, you know, when you hear certain wrestlers' theme songs, it lets you know what this person is about. You get a very good idea. Like, one of my favorite theme songs is Mark Henry's because it says right <laughs> off the bat, somebody <laughs> gonna get their ass kicked. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get their wigs split. You know what I'm saying? Oh, thanks, so thanks. the moment Mark Henry's music drops, you know what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, agree, agree. Sure. That is a good point. And um, I think a lot of us fans, we get caught in the style, in the nostalgic high of wrestling all together. Yeah. And um, I just think about whenever I think about story and stuff, we, we can't talk about like the evolution of the characters alone because um you we look at Randy Orton's theme song, Burn Into My Life. Oh man, I just love that song. We love that theme song. You don't believe how many people I've heard talk about how I would love to hear that theme song, man. hear Randy Orton come out to that one more time. But like, does it blend in with the character of today? 
not not at all, but back then it did. Oh yeah, yeah. So for when sure. I was like 14, 15, that song had me in a chokehold, man. Yeah. I mean, I would do something that I felt was like, you know, <laughs> cool at the time and in my brain. Hey. <laughs> Facts. I would be like on the pole, like, you know. What yeah, man? that that shower of fireworks yeah. coming from, from behind you. So yeah. I, I hated that song. I was like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, but <laughs> I just think that I think that's an testament though, because I mean you're, you're a pro wrestler, you're a WWE wrestler, and you know, you're wrestling 300 days out of the year, bro. You ha you hear your theme song a lot. <laughs> I, I wonder that, you know, I really wonder if they end up after a while, like, yo, I'm so sick of this song. Yeah, yeah, but Randy Orton, um, he, he don't even like voices that much, do you, from what I've heard. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've heard he doesn't, like, he likes it, but I heard he hated, completely hated, burning to my life. And I've heard he wants to come out to CM Punk's theme song by Kill Switch and Gabe. Oh, the original. That was the one he wanted to come out to, and then wow. like, yeah, because there's a there's a hidden raw episode where he does come out to that. I think I've seen that. Yeah, seen so that. there's a yeah. clip. Yeah, it's somewhere in the YouTube archive. But if you look close, yeah, he does come out to that. Okay. Yeah, and I think um, so I'm talking about evolution. Is there any other wrestling characters where you see their 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 evolution of their theme song, how it kind of evolves with their character? Oh, for sure, man. Um, one for one for sure that I like to bring up is Triple H. When Triple H first came out as the the the, the green what was he what was he uh, the blue blood yeah something the blue blood yeah. blue blood yeah he had Connecticut nice, yeah 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 he had the 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 nice little artsy music with the violin playing playing and dun, dun, out dun, with dun. Band behind his back you know and then he tagged up with uh, Shawn Michaels and then he got the original DX music that music was you know iconic obviously if you of know course. the Generation X you know the music and then when it was time for Triple H to go solo. That first game music, you know, that my time, that my time music, yeah, you know? good point. And it was very significant because it showed I'm no longer part of this group, it's my time, you know. So uh -huh. It was very appropriate for that. And then when he finally came into his own, you know, when he became basically in his final version, that's when he got the game music. Oh, and that man. song to this day, you know, still rings off when Triple H comes out. So I think he has a very good evolution of theme song to character ratio. Oh, know? yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, man, that is definitely a good point that you talk about. Another point is um Drew McIntyre. Like, I love, mm -hmm. we love Broken Dreams, man, but do you, man, could you see the Scottish psychopath coming out to Broken Dreams in 2022 on a regular basis? I'd like to. You would like to, hey, yeah. It's fun to dream. I, I'm, I'm thankful for Clash at the Castle. I'm glad they gave us that little, you know, that little moment. Um, I will say this. I will be thankful for um, WWE giving us no more words in that three-week span when we had right. Jeff. So, you know, I just want to give a round of really good song. Yeah, a round of applause for uh, Triple Fire. H. Well, that, that wasn't a Triple H decision, was it? I don't, I don't know. I, but I whoever, feel like we begged to happen for it, like, as many years since Jeff came back, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. before he leaves, we get it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, it's in the game. I get it. Oh, it's in the game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, great, great, man. That is awesome to think about. Another impact of being a wrestling fan and being intrigued and by this wrestling theme song is I think that it really gets people of color, should I say? It, it, it opens that other ear to music yeah, that a lot of... Yeah, Because I, I really don't think I would have known who Jimi Hendrix was if yeah, I didn't listen yeah. to Hulk Hogan's theme no, that, song. that's really true. You know, I, I, it definitely broadened my palette for music. You know what I'm saying? They introduced me to the Creed. They introduced me to the Linkin Parks. Any, anybody that's over the age of 30 that was on YouTube they watched a wrestling video <laughs> tributes. with with the Creed music behind it or some type of Linkin Park. It's stars, it. right? <laughs> right. Wake you know, me up in 
saying? The My Sacrifice videos with Jeff Hardy. That's the legendary one. Oh, know? yeah. Most definitely. So, but yeah, I mean, but as a kid, that was the first time I saw groups like ACDC or ZZ Top. I probably would have never even gotten introduced to these, you know, legendary rock bands if it wasn't for wrestling. So yeah, it definitely opened my eyes into a whole new world outside of what I was just raised upon. Agree, man. Agree, and, that, and that's all, and that's one thing I'm very thankful for. Because I mean, uh, Nirvana they introduced well, me yeah, with yeah. DDP, you know, coming yeah, out to that, smells like that Tennessee. was a rip off though. I mean, it was. That's why you don't hear it to this day. Because <laughs> they gonna get sued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and um, so we we talked about like how that brings in, you know, how that brings us other fans of pre predominantly hip hop fans and stuff. I think wrestling music is also WWE has tried to capitalize on that, man, because we've seen a lot of albums man by, by wwe composers man and i think like you know that what, what, what was one of your wrestling albums that you had that you probably remember to this day like you can name out the track list just out of curiosity oh man it was either i don't know if it was which i can't remember the volume man it was probably like was it 15 or 7 whichever one had, had the green cover with the wf on it that oh, okay, volume four. Is that what that was? Because I had that from you. Yeah, yeah, you gave me that. Yeah, yeah. Then I had the one before that it had like the gray cover on it or whatever. I had those two. I remember I begged my mom to get it for me at the store. But I had to have those, not just so I could like have my action figures come out to them, but because those songs were heat. Yeah. You know, yeah. I had to listen to that D'Lo Brown song in my, in my Danger room. at the you know door, man. <laughs> I had to listen to the X-Pac theme. You know, I had the Ken Shamrock, like all that stuff, man, like. I felt so special when I could hear The Rock at the end of the song. Like, The Rock's going to take a little CD, turn it sideways, and show it up. Like, yo. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting, man. That is interesting to think about. Yeah, yeah man. So, okay. So, I mean, let's go ahead and put, I'm going to go with, can I do the first put over? Because you remember that Remember that segment we talked about? Oh, yeah. yeah. Go for it. The first dude I really want to put over, man, is my man, Jim Johnson. Man, that is the un that is the un yeah yeah man. Let's, let's go ahead and put him on the goat man. He oh my gosh, you won't believe how many like theme songs and how many childhoods he made yeah. so like so valuable. Yeah. And um, one thing I I think like a lot of things that a lot of people don't understand about being a wrestling composer is you got to understand the, the character. You got to understand. Mm. You got to be able to grasp what what this character is all about. Like putting these notes together that whenever them fans hear that song. That is what they're going to. That is yeah. that is an image, yeah. and, and I'm I'm not say this because I saw a YouTube video where he's talking about how the Undertaker, how he constructed the Undertaker's theme song. Yeah, and like sometimes, like I feel music is kind of one of those complicated elements where you you can't really verbally discuss it and, and explain it. But yeah. like I don't know how he came up with that gong and those notes where it can kind of you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing could be said for The Rock, and as and with Undertaker and The Rock, as time progressed, you know. One year it could be the rock. He could be having a guitar. The next yeah. year he could be having those trumpets. And I and I think the uh, the two thousand and two version is one of my favorites. I love those trumpets. Actually. Yeah, yeah. You already named it. it. Would have to be the Undertaker's, right? Yeah. Okay. I've, I've heard a stripped down version of it where he just plays the piano chords, mm -hmm. and it's just it's beautiful. It is. But at the same time, it's haunting. It's dark. You know it, what I'm uh, saying? Uh, like yeah. he, he was in his bag. What <laughs> 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 was in his bag when he came up with that joint? Yeah. And man. like you said. The way it evolved over the years, my favorite iteration of it might be the Ministry of Darkness version mm. because that was just it. Like you know what I'm saying? The yeah. way how the, the the super guitar riffs in it and all that. It was like perfect. It encompassed the late '90s like rock feel at the time, while still remaining true to the Undertaker's character, who had also evolved at that time. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm -hmm. 
it would definitely be the undertaker's theme and that's my favorite version of that song awesome yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think one thing that Johnson, or all musical artists goes through is that is that that bug where you gotta evolve. You gotta figure out what, what's in right now. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Johnson, man, I don't see how on earth he's been able to, like, as, as time progressed, I think WWE has fully grasped the pop culture idea where, you know, we can't always have rock songs. Yeah. And I remember yeah, talking yeah. to you before we went on the air, we was like, man, didn't it seem like when we were younger, Wrestling theme songs were always consistent of rock. Yeah, not saying yeah. that there's anything wrong with rock. Yeah, but uh, man, like, like you said, it, it it broadened our horizons to different versions of music. Like you know, it yeah. made you a little more eclectic stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Johnson, believe it or not, has been responsible for a lot of hip hop inspired theme songs. Oh. You know, uh, uh, one song that you used to tease me a lot as a kid was a "Domination" by Ezekiel <laughs> by Ezekiel Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think that's one of those theme songs where it mixes rock with hip. Yeah. Because um the domination song that was actually one of the brawl for all theme songs uh -huh. that 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 guitar that dun, 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 dun. Yeah. But um yeah that that guitar riff and then like so when you think when you I could have imagined you hearing that song back in the nineties that oh this is just a hardcore rock song yeah and then fast forward two thousand eleven WWE recycles the theme song puts a rapper on it yeah and before you know it you got a good rap theme song damn near for you sure. know yeah <laughs> like one of my earlier. Uh, themes would be uh, Danger at the Door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and like you said, it was definitely very hip hop inspired with lyrics and all that stuff, but it still had like a little bit of a, you know, hardcore intro because it still had guitar riffs in the back. Mm. They were subtle, but you could hear them, you know? Agree. And then, agree. like, I remember when uh, R Truth first came, they had Get Rowdy. And even though that yeah. was a rap song, it was still very kind of rock rappy the way it sounded. You it know? did have a yeah. rock in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Jim Johnson was very good at blending those genres together. Agree. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, you know, once again, man, we just want to give you another good shout yeah. out. You know? um, who's, cur who's currently the composer now? Is it because um, I know it's not, uh, what is it, Rebel or something like that? I don't, I don't know. It might be Rebel. I know, I know CFO's left about two years ago. Yeah, CFO left them. They was. They went ham on them instrumentals, yeah, man. Yeah. They gave us Finn Balor. They yeah. gave us Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh my god! I was I was just explaining to my girl the other day about the first time we saw Shinsuke Nakamura like wrestle. You know, mm. in WWE, we hadn't heard the theme song yet. There was no real vignettes. All oh you my saw god. was just him. You know, tell yeah. tell Sammy that he was coming. Yeah. And the first time you see him, from the moment you hear those those chords, bam, bam, you're like. Holy crap, this is one of the hardest songs I've ever heard. And which yeah. says a lot because his song in New Japan was fired. Oh, for sure, for so sure. So CFOs, they gave that man a classic banger. Like, that song is going to ring off forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, question, so do you feel like, when what, what what theme song do you think is most impactful? Do you think it's most impactful when it's an instrumental or when there's lyrics? Um, I'm going to say when there's no lyrics involved because it's just, the, you know, it, you're focusing on the person. Everybody's not really singing, but they know what time it is. You know, mm -hmm. The Rock's music never had words. Undertaker's music never had words. Seth Rollins kind of does now. Well, the, but it did. <laughs> but now it, did. it does. Yeah, you know yeah. Which, which makes, makes it a little more powerful, in my opinion. Agree, yeah. You know? Roman's theme song does it. Yeah. And that's crazy, yeah. yeah that's, that'd be hard. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. And um, I said it earlier. We Let's just go ahead and talk about it. Why do uh, WWE's ability to recycle theme songs, man? That I feel like that's an underrated aspect of the of the creativity process yeah, man. Yeah. being able to like pull a theme song and kind of revive it a little bit because we've yeah. seen it with roman reigns 
Because, yeah. like, I didn't really notice. Like, I probably, my third time hearing that theme song, that was when I realized, like, okay, there's some, there's some, you so know. The original elements still in. You can yeah. hear the original songs. Still yeah. Because yeah. when I first heard it, I was like, yo, this kind of go hard. And then I heard it Slash. a second time. I'm like, yo, I've heard that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they can definitely know how to liven the song up to, to bring your character over to, like, a, you know, give them a little more new life. Like, I did it with Sami Zayn here recently. Mm -hmm. You know, another genre of music, ska. Sami Zayn's original theme song was a ska song, yeah. you know, and it just elicited a, a good feel from you when he came out, you know, because Sami Zayn was the quintessential good guy, you know, yeah. so when he came yeah. out and you heard that song, dun, 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 <laughs> you know, and everybody was singing, yeah. you know, when the, when the hook came around. Because it sounded like a Disney Channel original movie a, theme a song. Bit, you know, <laughs> everybody be, oh, uh, you know, they, yeah. they were singing. But when he switched over to more of the conspiracy theories gimmick, which they, fits, yeah, yeah, which, it was kind of a more rock theme song that that suits him at the moment, you know. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I really love how they were able to flip that to go with his new character, and even though Sammy's a, a face now, the theme still fits, yeah. You know, so <laughs> for sure, for sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess he's with the biggest heel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, heel quotation mark. And uh, I think that all goes into the ability with mixing stuff because, you know, also WWE creators or wrestling creators, if they want to get a celebrity involved, they kind of have to mix in their creative style. Yeah. Because we've seen artists like Snoop Dogg rap on numerous theme songs, Run DMC. Oh my God, that yeah. DX remix? Yeah. I had to get that. Was it, what was it called? Ruthless Aggression? What was that album called? I think it was, I think it was on volume four. No, no. WWE had a full rap album that came out, and oh, they and like they had here. rap remixes of all of. I had it, of course, uh -huh. and I can't. WWF aggression. Oh, okay. WWF aggression. Yeah, I remember I had. I made mom go to the store and bought that thing, and I went home and I was blasting that Run DMC song like they just came out or something, man. But it, it was a really good album, and it was also a turner thing because I couldn't believe they had like rap songs, mm -hmm. a rap album. You know? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was decent. Yeah, I mean, hip hop, I think it's a like, you know, it, it, I like how it's been a kind of a, a mainstay in the wrestling world. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout That's outs. <laughs> yeah, for real. Shout outs to John Cena for, you know, kind of, he has a whole rap album. I don't think it's talked about that much, man. Yo, yo John Cena album is platinum in these streets. He did go platinum. John Cena that, went platinum. I better put some respect on bad, his name. Bad Man still rings off. The original uh -huh. uh, Dr. Thugonomics, basic Thugonomics song still rings off. You know, yeah, and yeah. of course, my time is now. Like, come on, man. yeah, yeah, for sure. But one thing about that album is, we're not saying that it's great because I feel like it, it fit in its time. It but let's agree time. to that. Like, yeah, I'm not, about to, I'm not about to be pulling up, pull, pulling up, and just be listening to a John Cena theme. Song. But it also shows the strength of a good theme song. John Cena's theme song was so good that they were, and he was so popular and over at the time, they were able to sell an album. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like John Cena debuted in like the top. When that album came out, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also another thing that you gotta take into account is like John Cena was John Cena wasn't even like a legit rapper before all of this, right? Oh, yeah. So I just also think that just goes to that goes. We gotta show credit to the performer for showing that much dedication to yeah. to the character that is the Doctor of Thugonomics. Yeah, I, I want to say it was something that he could just do. So mm. he might have just rapped in his free time beforehand, but it was nothing that. You know, he wasn't a rapper before WWE, but, you know, when they knew he could rap, he was just like, yo, I'll rap. Ah, okay. Yeah, so. and, I mean, I can't forget Elias has an album, though, man. Elias does have an album. <laughs> uh, Montez Ford also has an album that is very underrated. Montez uh, Ford? King Tez, yes. 
look mm, it up. It's okay. really good. I, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess since we're talking about artists who like you know who wrestle, but Leo Rush is a good. Leo Rush is a very very talented artist as well. Yeah, Leo Rush is very talented. I think everybody know about Ron uh, Ron Killing. Oh, you R-Truth. gotta talk about our truth, man. He just dropped the album Legacy not too long ago. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who is who are some other good artists that have like popular artists that have been kind of crossed in wrestling theme songs? I, you said Mark Henry, so we can't we gotta talk about three six you know three six mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, three six mafia, Nicki Minaj. Who did she? Nicki Minaj did Victoria's old theme song back <gasps> in the day. I ain't the lady to mess with. She I remember hearing about yeah, that. Yeah. Wow, man. Safari. <laughs> hey, man. I think WWE knew like you know this is a star before him because this was heck. This I ain't the lady to mess with was probably old. What year was that? Yeah, this throwback, man. Because Nikki didn't become Nikki until like. Oh, way afterwards. But yeah, she had that under her belt. And uh, I want to bring uh, Eve. Eve did, um, was it? It was. She did Stephanie Mann's original theme song, I'm All Grown Up. I'm All Grown Up. Now, and I listen and learn. She, she did that. that. She was GM. Eve did that. Oh, yeah, yeah, she did. The singer. The singer. Yeah, I mean, the rapper. The rapper. Yeah. I don't know why I thought about Eve. This is before your time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> good. Yeah. But we also got to talk about, you know, with good theme songs, there can also be um, bad theme songs. So instead of just kind of like dominating this sec- this part where we just kind of dominate opinions, what all do you think can go into being a bad theme song? Um, just songs that don't reflect the wrestler at all. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like who picked this for you? Or, you know, it, it just it, 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 the song has to match the character. Okay, okay. So, obviously, the worst theme song of all time is the Righteous Sister song, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, I mean, but it technically, the sounds, I think that's just from a sound aspect. Oh, but, okay. But don't right. it match the gimmick, though? I mean, I guess, if you want to be technical about my, the rules that I just said. But <laughs> that song sucks. Okay, okay. And I also think, like, you know, just how we said mixing stuff, some things don't need to be mixed. And some things don't even need to be touched, in all honesty. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I think with Bobby, it took them a while to kind of realize that you know it took them up because i love his theme song titan but do you remember when he first came to wwe it was that bad that badass guitar bridge, yeah you know yeah, that, that yeah. stuff was amazing and then they added lyrics which would be hell be calling your name and then he left and then when he came back i'm like oh bet they're gonna give us hell be calling your name and then we got that generic yeah. muscle theme song which was yeah. like you know and it took a while for them to put that together yeah yeah it's hard when they when they when they find something good and then they stop it like with Shelton Benjamin's theme song. Ain't no stopping me now. Ain't no stopping me now. Yeah, and that, that's one of the few songs that had lyrics that you were just like, it really, it went with the guy. Or not even, it was just synonymous with him. You know yeah, for saying? sure, for sure. I remember the excitement I used to feel when I would hear that, because it described him perfectly at that moment. That 2005 run, it really felt like there was no stopping him as he ascended up the roster. Oh, for that, sure, you know? yeah, so yeah. I was really hoping they would bring it back when he came back. Yeah, yeah, and we've been talking about WWE hardcore. I talked about it earlier in the intro, but uh, we also got to talk about these other wrestling promotions that have given us some bangers, man. Like you know, TNA has given us some bangers. Uh, ROH has given us some bangers. Yeah, you even said New Japan Pro Wrestling has given us some bangers. They have, man. They have. I, obviously, you can't talk about Japan Japanese themes without mentioning. Uh, Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Yeah, like he has one of the illest songs ever. Uh, I'm not going to say it because I'll probably jack it up. I want to say it's like Kaze, no, Kaze Snare or something like Listen, I'm 
It's not I like I actually like Bullet <laughs> I like the Bullet Club's theme song, man. Bullet Club song is cool. Yeah. Um The Rainmaker has a really oh, good song. I forgot all about the Rainmaker. Yeah, man. Uh, I think the entrance makes it even more it amazing. It does. Los Ingobernables has great music, you know. Yeah. So uh they had a really they have a really good record going on over there as far as like theme songs and, and, and getting stuff that fits the guys that are that are coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, ROH man, I don't like man. What crazy thing about ROH is like you would think for as a small company as they would be, yeah. they would like you know they would have the most generic theme songs. But man, like every now and then, I love hearing "Reach for the Sky" by Jay, you know Jay Briscoe's theme yeah, song, like, yeah, yeah, and guitar riff and yeah. um Moose. Now, didn't Moose was Moose? Does Moose own that theme song? Because he listens, he he played that's in TNA, right? Yeah. yeah. Now I believe they will let you license your own songs and bring them there because that's where Cody. First brought over uh, Kingdom, Kingdom, okay, yeah, okay, stuff like that, and I because I, I want because <clears throat> demigods that AJ Styles used wasn't a ROH song. I don't it wasn't, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, I thought he was gonna come out to that in WWE. Yeah, 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 me, yeah. They didn't allow him to use that, and then like I remember Samoa Joe had a bunch of mixture of themes as well too. So they kind of use other songs at the live events, but when you buy the DVDs, they weren't on there. Oh, okay. I remember Jack Evans used to come out to like Papoose and Eminem, you know. Okay, yeah, he sure did. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I always, uh, I, he was always synonymous with Papoose's "You Ain't Nice in My Head." But <laughs> <laughs> you could, you would never find a DVD where he would come out to it because you know he ain't probably get sued. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, Booker T has also had a very now is he does he have his music license because. I've noticed, like in his TNA days, like it was still the same melody, but it wasn't necessarily that rap. It's called rap sheet. That's the name yeah, of the theme song. Yeah, like now certain songs are like stock music mm -hmm. where they can just be used, you know, basically anywhere, and that's one of those songs. Like I've heard the original Hardy Boys theme music Thank commercials. You. Oh my gosh, yes, I've, I've heard the hardcore Hollies music and theme music. I've heard yeah. Booker T's music and commercials before. So a lot of these songs are just kind of stock music that they kind of spruce up a little bit to, you know, give new life to them. Nice, man. Yeah. And I also, I, I love that about wrestling, too, because, you know, whenever a wrestling, whenever a wrestler goes to another promotion and you and you hear that, you're like, wait, that I heard that in WWE. It, it kind, it's kind of cool because when I heard Cult of Personality hit in the AEW arena, yeah. that was pretty nice. Now, if I'm not mistaken, was Cult of Personality his ROH theme song as well? Didn't he come out to that in ROH? Or? No, he had a, he had another song in ROH before that, but uh, I, I believe he did use Cult of Personality in uh, ROH as well. So nice, man. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, uh, yeah. And it's just funny, like the way I thought about this episode was like, man, it was just funny because I think it was. I, um, it was, I was talking with you and Jasmine about like the iconic Disney theme song and I'm like man you know what wrestling has that kind of that, that, that same impact on, on on consumers man so yeah man it's just it, it we can't see I, I can't wait to see what it what's gonna be like in the future man yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. before we end this segment man name your top five theme songs right now uh D-Generation X okay The Undertaker okay My Time Is Now okay um the Rock, the one was like if you smell, like you okay, know, okay, and um, no more words. No more words. Okay, mine would be phenomenal. 
Oh my God! Uh, yes, of course. Phenomenal by AJ Styles. Yeah. Um, no one will survive. Oh, by Tommaso Ciampa. Heat. Yeah, you gotta realize, man. I'm I'm, I'm younger. So. <laughs> oh no, I'm not even mad. Like that's why it was. You put me on the spot, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, what else, man? Su- surprisingly, I like Sabu's theme song, man. In WWE. Hey, hey. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. The original ECW, they licensed a lot of songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, RVD, one of a kind. And uh, my fifth one would probably be, man, probably Mark Henry. Somebody's going to get it. That song. Yeah. Flames. <laughs> Fire. Yeah. But guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with the new, with our third edition of Hot Tags, and then we're going to play a new game. So guys, stay tuned. Mike check, Mike check, one, two, one, two. It's your boy right here. We are back live on Cultural Influence, and we're actually live on TikTok because, oh, you wow. know, a little something new. So, you know, when people start joining in, we might interact with them a few. My, oh, my vision ain't bad, but oh, well. <laughs> we'll just, you know, let them see what we do, you know, here in Cultural Influence, man. But um, let's go ahead and get started with the hot tags. So, as of this recording, the European Championship is rumored to be returned. Oh, in what capacity? Okay, so like they're not. It's not. I don't know if it's going to be an NXT thing, but I did hear that it's it's on WrestleZone that they are that it's a it's a Triple H idea, of course, obviously. But they do say they want to bring back the uh, European Championship in some capacity. Okay, I'd love to see that come back, man. I used to love those battles for those titles back in the day. You know, always I identify it with my boy X Pac, of course, of course, you know of, course saying, of course, so. of course. <laughs> yeah, but the crazy thing is, man, I don't now. Another thing that I just now thought about as we're talking about this, this could possibly is this this could probably be an NXT UK thing it could probably be a WWE main roster thing because you know but I just feel like they would have to cut one of the titles of loose you know I think that 24 title might need to go bye bye I think it's already gone bye bye <laughs> for sure for sure for sure Wednesday night wars on a Tuesday you know last night folks you had NXT and AEW going head to head AEW had to switch nights because MLB was returning and stuff like that and uh mm-hmm. that's to be expected AEW wins. They had about 725 viewers to NXT 675. And uh, I'm kind of shocked that NXT didn't lose more viewers. They stayed pretty steady, you know. Yeah. Both yeah. had very, very solid shows, man. You know, yeah. we saw a returning Riho. But most importantly, we saw uh, Adam Hangman Page get hurt. So we want to send our best wishes to him. All of the fans, everybody in AEW, that was a nasty concussion, but he seems to be okay. So. For sure, for sure, yeah. And um, as of this recording, it was just a concussion that was leaked out to him, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, because um, I, I tried, you you said you watched, because I didn't even watch the moment. I was trying to look for the clip, but you said the spot didn't look too highly dangerous, did it? Yeah, it wasn't nothing crazy, because, you know, Hangman, he, he does some wild stuff, but here he was just looking to sell a, a clothesline, it looked like, and just landed awkwardly. He might have been trying to do, like, you know, the backflip landing or whatever, and just kind of landed awkwardly on the side of his head. And yeah, he, he didn't get back up. And, and props to AEW's medical staff. Everybody, the match stopped immediately. Yes. You know, it yeah. wasn't no Fugazi, <laughs> you know, because yeah. Lokiwa just kept kicking his ass. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. But no, the match stopped. Everybody, they ran in and check on him, and they declared Mox the winner. And it was just very well handled by AEW and their medical team. So, kudos. For sure, for sure. Uh, guys, welcome back. We're gonna do another. We're gonna do another game. It's called Guess That Theme Song. I'm gonna give him a three second clip of a song, and he just has to guess the theme song. All right. So you ready for this first one? Let's get it. I am Dolph Ziggler. Come on, baby. 
okay. That was my favorite one, too. Viscera. Viscera. No. Midian? <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to continue playing. <laughs> when I tell you, you're going to be dying. I remember, who, I remember this music. I just can't... You're in a way late time, though. This is like 2010. Hold on. I know whose music this is, bro. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, my God. I, you're right, and it doesn't match because I remember seeing this in a game and being like, yo, what the hell? Oh, man. <laughs> Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows! <laughs> yeah! Oh my god! Okay. Marcus Corvon. Okay. Alright, alright, alright. Come on, man. Hardcore Holly. Crash Holly. Molly Holly. Wait. My fault, my fault, my fault. Wait. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on, wait, wait, I know who this is. Hold on, wait. <laughs> APA! Alright, there we go. Oh my god, <laughs> damn, it took me forever, yo. Sting. Good, okay. And we got one more. You remember that one, but not Luke Gallows. Yeah, I oh, man. Because you barely heard that other song. Yeah, you barely did. <laughs> you said my heart, heart for how that was like. Val Venus. <laughs> man. Oh my gosh. Billy Kidman. Yeah. Okay. All right, good job. <laughs> oh, uh, Brian Kendrick and Paul Lynn. <laughs> Man. You all got damn. I just did that because I know you like it. Oh, facts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I remember that one. <laughs> Maven. Outside of uh, WWE TNA. Consequences Creed. Jay Lethal. No, I, I, I can only think that, but you ain't going to It's his faction. Uh, freaking. Dang it. Uh, was it, it wasn't, man, was it Team Canada? Uh, Team Canada? Okay, I remember <laughs> that. Oh, okay. And that was, oh, Big E, man. <laughs> cool. Alright guys, that's it. We're all out of time on this episode of Cultural Influence. Thank you guys for tuning in and shout outs to my TikTok followers who tuned in and listened to see what we was talking about. We might just continue with that, you know, kind of yeah, having yeah, phones set right. to the side, have people kind of check us out and see what we're listening, man. But um, I hope you guys have fun. You know, I, I enjoy talking about theme songs. So yeah, yeah man. Yeah, sure. yeah, and for my YouTube followers, if you're listening, heck man, comment your favorite theme song. Yeah, yeah, let us know, man. Yeah, for sure. But until next time, I'm Ray and there's Richie and we're out.